Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to bring it. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Yeah! The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa and our television broadcast sponsor. Thank you for joining us this week on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Button in the studio. I've got a couple of guest co-hosts this week who are also going to be guests on the show that we're going to interview later on. I have got Brooke Crozier here from Leopold Cole. Brooke, it's lovely to see you. I don't know how many years it is since I've seen you, but it's been a while. It's like six, yeah. Is it really yeah. that long? It's too long. That's terrible. We have no excuse, I do know. we? <laughs> and then my new friend here, Archie McCauley. Got That's a bit of a be. nice accent too. <laughs> and we're going to be chatting a little bit about the Florida steeplechase later on, which I'm yep. rather excited about. It's like bringing a bit of written over here it is yeah it's going to be very exciting i think it'll be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to that so we've got a great lineup for you we're going to be chatting to both of them uh later on but i want to start off with the news and the news this week unfortunately is very sad news and that is that florida bred medina spirit um passed away on the track in santa anita yesterday morning that was monday um, and he did it. He had a work uh, and collapsed. And of course, he was bred just up the road from where I live by my friend Gail Rice. And our prayers and thoughts go out to her and to the Baffert team and to the owner of the horse, Amar Sedan, who I've got to know very well over the past year. And it's very, very sad. And we have a little tribute, I think, here coming up for you to Medina Spirit. So.
very glad that Gigi played for that, that for me before the show so that I didn't lose it during the show. And um, that was Gail Rice in, in the tribute. And uh, dear, dear friend uh, was actually with me when my horse was very sick this year. And um, really a lot of prayers and thoughts go out to her. She's, a, she's very strong and, uh, and she's doing very well, but very sad because of course she delivered him and um, she was his breeder here in Ocala. So it's a bit of a sad day in racing. Of course he won the Derby this year and then he ran second in the Breeders' Cup Classic uh, and ran a heck of a race behind Nick Sko and as Nick Demerick said to me this morning um, it's nothing to be ashamed of to run second to Nick Sko and uh, he ran an incredible race in the Classic and actually at the end his jockey John Velasquez actually walked past us and said to Gail he came out of the gate really really slow he had a slow start which he'd never done before and that put him behind a bit in the beginning and he was actually looking like he was catching up at the end. And a couple of people said, well, if he had another furlong, you never know. <laughs> he might have got there. He might have got that, yeah. So, um, just an amazing uh, horse. Oh, incredible. And a $1,000, $1,000 yearling, $35,000 two-year-old. Wow. Won the Kentucky Derby, and, and they called him the little horse because yeah. they didn't think he could beat any of the, the big horses. And uh, I think he surprised Bob Baffert when he started showing up winning grade ones and... And then uh, ran such an incredible race in the classic. Nick Sko's got the most points on the long jeans uh, in the United States of America. And he's in the top, like, five horses in the world. And Medina ran second to him. So really uh, incredible horse and uh, one that's going to certainly be pre-missed by all. So, And uh, Humberto Gomez, who is his regular exercise rider, is a very big, good friend of ours. And he actually was not on him because it was Breeze Day. And I'm so glad he wasn't because he's... Humberto's got a heart of gold and he would just have absolutely been devastated if he'd been riding him but he uh, he was standing with me for the for the Breeders' Cup Classic and he was standing behind me and the whole time he's going telling Johnny what to do and I can hear him he's telling Johnny V what to do and I can hear him I turn around and say how was that ride Humberto because <laughs> <laughs> it was like he rode him you know it was when you ride a horse every day I guess you get um, you get used to him so anyway it's a very sad time um, some mentions of some events coming up. We have um, some posters we're going to put up here for you, of course, at the Florida Horse Park this weekend. Um, seven disciplines for OTTBs. We love it when we get to see the thoroughbreds um, achieving and accomplishing post the racetrack. So um, that's a wonderful event. The Florida Thoroughbred Expo, Laureen Lockhart does a fantastic job at that. And you get to see the thoroughbreds accomplishing all sorts of other things at the Florida Horse Park. We love the Florida Horse Park. It's such a great place to have a show. Also, the most popular trail riding show on television that has been on television for 15 years on RFD TV is coming here in February. They're doing a ride. They'll be here February 11th um, through the 14th. And um, there'll be a fun night, Friday night at the campsite. There'll be a Valentine's Day Cowboy Ball Saturday night. And there'll be two rides. And uh, the telephone number is on this flyer. If it's too small and you can't read it, just message us and we'll send you the information over. Um, but Dell Shields, who is the host of that show, rides all over the United States of America in all sorts of wonderful places to showcase just how beautiful they are. So Dell will get to show off the Greenway Trails with the group. And that Valentine's Day ball will actually be on the 12th. Uh, horsemanship classes are going to be available starting in January. Uh, the Equine Industry Academy of Ocala will be open 
and you will be able to go there and learn how to be a groom, how to handle horses, basic horsemanship skills. And um, we're really excited about having this in Ocala because we think it's really needed. People want to have an opportunity to learn all the proper safety techniques around horses and um, just the, really the basics for any career, whether you want to be a groom, you want to be a show steward, if you want to work in the horse world, this will be a great opportunity for you to learn hands-on. And uh, don't forget that in January, also at the Florida Horse Park, our friend Bill Worthington, who was here last week on the show, will be back with Air Show Jumping in its third year. He started this right before COVID started and uh, couldn't even have spectators last year and has been hugely successful with this event. And it's a, a very boutique horse show, uh, very nice one to attend, 5th to the 9th of January and 12th to the 16th also. So the two weekends um, that Hits is not competing. So that's a wonderful show. Come down and watch. Um, you'll really enjoy it. If you're listening on Tuesday, the 7th, tomorrow is the 8th. And we'll be at Christmas at Kimberden for the Chamber and Economic Partnerships Equine Initiative and Equine 101, presented by Piranha. Um, this will be a Christmas celebration, an opportunity to learn about Kimmy Carp's horse country uh, tours and also to get a tour of Kimberden, meet the horses and learn about all the programs they have at Kimberden Farm. Refreshments provided by Florence and the Travellers, sponsored by Loco Graphics. So we hope you'll come down. That's December 8th at 2 o'clock. And while we're on the the um, subject of piranha before we go to break you get piranha goodies for coming in oh boy thank you very much thank you uh, so we hope you enjoy Fantastic. those get to try some of those things maybe thank that you haven't you. tried before we love piranha great product uh, um, we do too yeah they're wonderful <laughs> you need them here don't you <laughs> We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show with Dr. Kayot. We're going to talk about heart attacks in horses. Stay with us. Thank you. 
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance, fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. On the second segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. In studio, a couple of guests this week. I have Brooke Crozier from Leopold Cole. And also Archie McCauley is here from the Florida Steeplechase. And on the phone, we have Dr. Adam Kayot joining us from Peterson and Smith. How are you, Dr. Kayot? I'm well, thank you. You probably knew right away what I was going to ask you to talk about today because sadly Medina Spirit uh, passed away yesterday and we were all very upset about it. But it made me think about how many people maybe don't really understand um, what happened to him. Well, and certainly we don't know that yet until a necropsy, but they think it looked like, um, you know, he collapsed and had a heart attack of some sort. But I was interested with the research that I did to find that heart attacks in horses are not anything like heart attacks in people. That's right. Yeah, so um, heart attacks in people are generally caused by uh, blockage to, you know, of of the blood vessels to um, one of the heart muscles or the heart muscles uh, in people. And so that that muscle then is no longer um, fed by the blood, and so then that obviously that muscle dies or is, is you know goes into spasm, and, and you can have obviously issues with that. That generally doesn't happen with horses. We don't really have to worry about too much cholesterol. They don't eat too much fast food and right. all those sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, being a herbivore helps, right? <laughs> being a herbivore helps. Exactly. Um, so, so typically when we say a heart attack in a horse, it's generally caused by some catastrophic failure, either, either an artery burst or, um, a valve burst in the heart and thus the, uh, obviously the blood's not pumped as it's supposed to be. And, uh, you know, you can have a catastrophic event, um, like happened there and it'd be, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Um, what exactly they do find on necropsy and uh, um, you know generally those things um, 
diagnosing those issues are hard. Yes, um, I read it's are, very elusive, right? Yeah, very hard. It's hard. To... Horses are obviously large animals. Um, dogs and cats, as far as the veterinary world goes, is a lot easier to take radiographs and see some of these things. Horses, because of their size, um, it, it's limiting. Um, you know, we, we, we don't have the x-ray technology to blast all the way through that big body, you know? Right. And, uh, and so that, that, that puts us uh, at a little bit of a disadvantage. And then, you know, you can, you can do echocardiograms and electrocardiograms and things like that. And you can ultrasound uh, some parts of the, some parts of the heart, but it's, you know, vision is limited because of the ribs. The ribs are big. They're in the way, um, you know, ultrasound does not penetrate through bones. So you, you can't really see that. And obviously putting a horse in a CT scan or something like that, um, doesn't really exist because of their size. So, these things, unfortunately, um, can uh, uh, go undiagnosed. Even if you know, say, let's say he had a, you know, a, a bit of an aneurysm uh, of the aorta or something along those lines. Um, you know, those things can go unnoticed and undiagnosed for a long period of time. And uh, obviously, if a horse has that, you're just hoping something like this doesn't happen and, and they uh, are able to make it. But you know, it obviously it does happen. It's not. You know, it's pretty uncommon, thankfully. Um, but you know, um, and it, you, you know, well, the other happens. the other thing that I read that I I hadn't really thought about was if you did an echocardiogram on a horse right before a race or right mm-hmm. before a, a work or a breeze, um, he wouldn't have just worked. And if he hadn't just worked, the echocardiogram actually might show nothing because these types of things are sudden and catastrophic with no warning so you probably wouldn't get a reading of any sort of a problem prior to a race because prior to a race a horse didn't just race that's true because you know obviously obviously during a race or during um strenuous exercise the blood pressure is going to be much higher the heart rate the heart's going to be pumping much uh, more aggressively and so you're going to have those changes that occur during exercise that you wouldn't necessarily see with the horse just resting on the stall or or even or even light exercise i mean you got to think about these horses are you know working at you know maximum capacity a lot of times you know so they don't have any more to give unless they're just out for a you know a, a, a a leisurely hack or jog or whatever you know so um that's what my horses know. do. Right. <laughs> right. They have right. the life. <laughs> so, so, you know, and it's very hard to obviously assess um, cardiac uh, output like that when you have a horse that's, um, you know, breathing and galloping to the fullest extent. So right. it really makes it, um, you know, really makes it darn near impossible to, to avoid these events. It's definitely much more difficult. Everything with large animals is much more difficult than small animal. Makes you wonder why so many people opt for being small animal. Dr. K, you got all the challenges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, we talked we talked about that a few weeks ago about about all that. But yeah, it's uh, you know, it's 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 hard, and you know, there are limitations. Even you know, twenty twenty one, and all the advances that we've made in medicine, there's still you know limitations with good old size and and you know what we're dealing with and how how we uh how we try to to come to conclusions and 
find things and and uh, it's it's still it's still elusive in a lot of, a lot of ways it certainly is i mean i can think of occasions in show jumping and eventing that horses have come out after the end of a great round um where they did really well they competed really well and everything mm-hmm. looked completely fine and they came out from the ring and and you don't hear about it as much in other sports as you do in racing because racing always hits the the front page huh? well, but, certainly, you, but know, you do then, you do hear yeah. of it and it's usually a huge surprise to whoever you know Absolutely. is out yeah. there jumping the round the horse jumped great and you know yeah. and and fast yeah. and and everything seemed like nothing was wrong and then boom just like that it's a no sort of a no warning thing yeah no, exactly. It do, it does happen. Like I said, luckily it's not very common, but it certainly happens in in all those types of disciplines where a horse is is putting maximum output. Obviously, with Medina Spirit, uh, Kentucky Derby winner, he's uh, you know uh, came in second Breeders' Cup. You know, so he's obviously uh, uh, a big name, and uh, so that's gonna get a lot of people's attention. But it does happen. Um, like I said, luckily, not real common, but not unheard of, certainly. On the on the other end of the spectrum with heart things, on, on murmurs and things like that, are they very hard to to um, recognize or know that when a horse has those, or are they easier to, to identify? <laughs> um, they tend to be a little easier to identify because a lot of times you can hear them. And, and it's not at all uncommon for horses to have a bit of a murmur when um, they're at rest. And it's just, you know, just a matter of grades because then once they exercise, the, the heart pumps a lot more efficiently and that murmur will actually go away a lot of times. So a lot of times just a murmur in a, in a horse is not a huge concern unless it's a severe grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then you can, then you can uh, kind of evaluate that more. But a lot of times you can actually just hear those by auscultating the heart. And, uh, and then you can in- investigate a little bit deeper. And uh, a lot of times you can see you can see those things a little bit with with ultrasound, mm-hmm. um, and kind of kind of figure out exactly what's going on and what kind of risk you have there. But certainly, if if, it, if the murmur is bad enough, then that can lead to uh, performance. You know, uh, issues performance and, and performance issues, exactly. Thank exactly. you, Dr. K. I had a lot of people asking me questions about horses and heart attacks, so I thought it'd be good if we shared um, a little bit of what happened and certainly our prayers and thoughts and with all those connected to Medina Spirits. So thank you, Dr. K. We'll talk Absolutely. to you next week. Yes, thank right. you. Sounds good. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. We're going to talk to Brooke. We've got lots of questions for her. Stay with us. <laughs> Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden Inn, downtown Louisville. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. 
This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. third segment of the horse talk show presented by peterson and smith equine hospital and complete care thank you to larson farms our tv broadcast sponsor idaho's finest alfalfa i'm louisa bart in the studio with brooke crozier from leopold cole and i also have archie with me in the florida steeplechase we're going to be chatting to him and jesse after this segment but um brooke yes. first of all I, like you said i haven't seen you for like six years which is yeah. just terrible yes we should both be ashamed of ourselves yes well i remember you came to my 30th birthday party i did didn't yes, i yes you did how long ago was that 10 years ago no great so let's age me on camera yes <laughs> well it's a good thing you only have 25 then isn't it um so tell us about this is very interesting yes. uh, leopold cole yes. i love the name because it sounds posh yes tell us about the name so leopold is so the leopold portion comes from a horse that i have named leopold Lowenhertz who is the world's best horse on the planet. Yeah. He was my prelim three-day eventer. Well, that's actually my stallion. That's not Leopold. Um, but there is a, I did put up a picture of He's of gorgeous, Leopold. too. That's my stallion. <laughs> that's Leopold. There's Leopold. Oh, he's a beauty. Um, he sure is. So he was my prelim three-day eventer turned show jumper. Uh, when I switched to, there he is, there's Leopold. Um, I've had him 17 years now. He's 22. I imported oh him from Germany many, many, many moons ago. Um, there's my stallion. Yeah, there's my dumpling. Gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. Um, anyway, so I wanted to, I've always adored the name Leopold. Like, I just, I just think he has the best name. That is a lovely name. Yeah, so, uh, Leopold and then Cole was... Um, I shouldn't say the best dog because we got Henry. You um, have Henry from yeah, me. from you. Probably <laughs> be the best. But actually, Cole was <laughs> the best dog we have ever had ever. He was a little corgi chihuahua mix, and Aww. he just died last year. Aww. And so we named the farm after him, which was Cole Brook Farm. Right. Um, and then I thought, well, we should name the company the world's best horse and the, and world's, the world's best, best dog. dog. You so... think she likes animals? <laughs> That's a good reason to go visit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we do plan on carrying um, in the future some some dog products. So it will make sense more in the future why we did add Cole to the name. I think that's lovely yeah. that you attribute your business to your four-legged family. Yeah. I think that's really They're really the nice. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Leopold Cole. And you feel free, Archie, if you have a question. Just jump right in. I there. will. I'll jump, jump in. Right in. No problem. <laughs> um. So the whole premise is. 
to uh, just offer high quality tack at affordable pricing. Our slogan is um, premium tack at premium savings. It did begin as just leather goods. Um, uh, we did launch in August and we are very quickly adding a pro like products um, as we go. And basically what I wanna do is listen to the consumer. So people are telling me what they find expensive and then I'm going and trying to get it for them at, the, at a really good price. And if I can do it, I'll do it. So the next product that we're gonna be offering is uh, jumping boots. And so it's gonna be like the, there they are there, the neoprene. Great uh, timing. Lining. Yeah, great timing. <laughs> the neoprene <laughs> lining with the, with the harder shell outside. And we're gonna do the Velcro and then also the quick release. Um, so they're gonna be available like in the next couple of weeks, like they're on their ship, they're on their way to me now. Um, so uh, we have those and that will be our next uh, product that we launch and then sort of maybe two three months from now we're gonna do saddle pads fly masks and then mm. um, in the springtime I've actually invented another product this is actually a patentable product uh, for dogs which I can't quite say it what it is yet mm, um, I like the sound of but this it will also be tell me after it will also <laughs> be launching um, it, it has its own name it's called Cover Seal, um, but it's for your dog, and it will be, um, it's uh, going to be made in America, mm. and it's, the manufacturer and I are back and forth, back and forth right now, but it will be hopefully ready to sell by, like, April or May, so it will be launching through the website as well, and I'm shocked that nobody's ever thought of it, but anyway, here we are, and I think it will be super popular, and it's super useful and helpful, and that will be... Super curious right now, aren't you? <laughs> That will be our, sure. our very first dog product that we will offer um, for the cold portion of it oh, all. The cold portion, yes. And then um, I want to offer, again, you know, um, you know, unique things. I think for the, for the dog end of it all, unique um, collars and leashes that you may not normally see everywhere. I don't want to offer what everyone else is offering. Um, you want something a little different. Yeah, a little different, but the, but the whole premise of... High quality, but affordable. Because I think... Those two things don't normally... Well, I just think uh, all... Side of, by side. Yeah. yeah. It's normally either high quality and terribly, terribly expensive <laughs> or yep. rubbish and cheap. Yeah, it falls mm -hmm. apart in a month. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that, that this sport is expensive enough. And even if you own a backyard horse that you don't ride, it's expensive. I mean, horses are just so expensive to have. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do with them. Uh, no, it really doesn't. No, you know, really I mean, just to feed them, like it's just they're in the vet and the farrier, and like they're just so expensive that I was just trying to make it to easier make for it, people. Yeah, because you know our bridles are you know two forty nine, fifty nine, sixty nine, seventy nine, eighty nine. I think the most expensive one we have is two eighty nine, and our anatomic girths are, you know, 179, 189, and our belly guard girths are, you know, um, 279, 289, and you know, a lot of those, a lot of those things that you find are double that. Yes. So um, now, talk to us a little bit about something I read, which I really liked. Yes. Which was how you take some of your um, incoming funds and donate. Yes. Well, okay. So I was raised. Um, with our own foundation, the Crozier Foundation. 
which my dad played in the NHL. He was a goalie in the NHL, which is the National Hockey League for horse people who don't know what that is. <laughs> um, and so he was very philanthropic and always wanted to give back to the community. And so my whole childhood, um, we were raised to and taught to give back. And so the Croce Foundation was, um, we gave back to underprivileged children and we um, provided a hockey camp for them to, to learn how to skate and we gave them um, you know, food and equipment nice. and paid for their schooling and all of that. So um, I thought that if I was gonna launch my own company that I should and wanted to do the same for um, the horse community. So we have the Leopold Cole Foundation, which you can read about on our website. And a dollar of every item sold goes into the foundation. And that money um, will go towards paying for any type of unexpected emergency um, surgery that your horse may need. So a colic, they impale themselves on the fence, like whatever it is that's an emergency. And you know you rush off to the hospital, and they say it's going to be eight thousand dollars. Or and you're standing there, and you're like, I don't have eight thousand dollars. And they're like, Well, too bad, so sad. Like we'll step in and help you pay, you know, pay for that's it. Incredible. So, so excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Good I love that. Yeah. No, I never that. I thought you don't have to do that. And you don't have amazing. to. Well, and you don't. I mean, you don't have to be a customer of ours. Like we just we're going to start. We haven't. You know, we're still building the fund, and I've you know, throwing some money in there to get it started. Um, but we're going to start with some affiliations of the equine hospitals just locally here um, in Ocala. And so, you know, it's it's for anybody who... Who needs it. Yeah, who needs it. And, you know, we'll leave that judgment up to the vet. And, you know, obviously they know their client and if they can afford it or not. And, you know, we know people won't abuse it. So We only have one minute left, so you have to tell us how we find you. Ah, oh, you find us at www.leopoldcole.com. <laughs> That's pretty easy. And then you're also doing some local shows. And so things. we've just begun to do some pop-up stores. So we just did one at the Venice Horse Show. And then last week we did one at the World Equestrian Center. So um, uh, you'll just have to sort of pay attention to the website and see where we're going to pop up next. Um, Brooke, well done. Thank you. I'm really proud of you. I love thank it. Thank you. It's excellent. Yes. We'll be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> on the second half of the show, we're going to chat to Archie and we're going to get Jessica on the line with us as well. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at pulsecenterfl.com now and tell them you heard about it on the Horse Talk Show for a free demo. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. 
Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton! You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right, yes! <laughs> yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Brooke stayed, so we didn't scare her off yet. That's pretty good. I got Brooke Crozier here with Leopold Cole and Archie McCauley here with the Florida Steeplechase. And also, Jessica Berry is joining us on VMix Video. We should be able to pop her up here in a minute. Uh, we did have a trial earlier, so we're going to hope for the best. There we go. Oh, look at that. She is. Hello. <laughs> so... Archie reached out to me recently, probably just a week or so ago. We make things happen really fast here in Florida. We do, yeah, it's been fast moving. <laughs> fast moving. Um, so he talked to me about doing the Florida steeplechase at the Florida Horse Park. And I thought it was a bit exciting and I thought it sounded like a bit of British fun. And so I said, oh, it might be nice to have you a guest on the show and talk a bit about it. And so far, he's been impressed with sponsors' videos and said so. <laughs> Not bad. I, I'm easily pleased, I guess. Oh, don't say that. I was thinking I was feeling really chuffed about that. Um, so both of you have very interesting backgrounds. I like to spend this segment telling uh, listeners a bit about you. And Jessica, you did the Godolphin Flying Start program and I've done an quite a bit of traveling and worked for um, Team Valor. Tell us a little bit about kind of coming up and learning about everything you needed to know in the horse world. Well, the flying start was... Jesse, you might have to turn your volume up on your end a little bit. We can hear you, but it's kind of low. So if you have a bit of volume there, you can switch up for us. Mine's all the way up, but I'll scoot closer. Oh, is it? Is okay, better? come closer. <laughs> there you go. All right. Let's try okay. that. All right. So I did the flying start, which was huge for everything I've been able to achieve. For people who don't know, the Godolphin Flying Start is a two-year thoroughbred industry program. You spend time in England, Ireland, Australia, the U.S., and Dubai. The benefactor of the program is Muhammad of Dubai, and you learn all about the thoroughbred racing industry. I was incredibly lucky to be accepted on the course, and immediately after graduating, I went to work for Team Valor. 
which is an international racing syndicate. And I spent three years with them, which was also a wonderful time of my life and a great learning experience. And this past August, I went out with Archie. We've gone out on our own, and now we have our own bloodstock agency, and we're starting up the Super Chase. Pretty awesome. Archie, tell us a bit about your background, um, Irish chap. Yeah, a long way from there now. Yeah, somewhere I've actually never been, I'd love to go. Oh, you've got to, to go. go. Yeah. yeah. So I grew up in Ireland on a farm, rode horses all my life. It's pretty much since I could walk, like a, like a lot of kids out in the countryside in Ireland would. You know, you live and breathe horses. And then I went to school and kept riding away, kept riding, and then I turned 18 and I made the mistake of starting riding racehorses. Anyway, I kept riding racehorses through college and rode some races and traveled the world doing it. Went to Australia, Canada, here, um, the UK too. I mean, it was amazing. It took me, to racing has taken me all around the world. And then when I finished university, um, I was convinced to come back to America and come ride in races professionally so that's that's what I did for three years and now we I don't ride so much anymore because of weight issues and, and, and time and commitment and we were down here in Florida so we started our bloodstock agency which has been going amazingly well and now we've been doing the steeplechase so it's exciting. It's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure, but I'm really, really excited about it. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Tell us a bit about the bloodstock part of, of what you do and um, where are you buying your horses and, and where are you selling your horses and are you bringing them from overseas? And what do you see as kind of some of the, the bucket list goals for that? Well, so we've been buying horses in, in England. Jesse was in Newmarket for the sales over there. And then obviously Keeneland too. My uncle's in Newmarket. There you go. Oh, really? Mick Ryan. <laughs> He's been there for years. No way. Yeah, there you go. And, small world. My cousin John train race horses there. They have for, um, at Cadland for years. And um, I think my uncle might be semi-retired from training now. And my cousin's doing the training. But he used to be a my cousin was a jockey. And, and actually my uncle's picture's in the museum in Newmarket. Oh, wow. Because he's so really well cool, yeah. there. Small world. It really is a small world. I love Newmarket. Great, great What's town. What's uncle's name? Mick Ryan. Mick and John Ryan. You probably Got know it. them. Yes. You I know the name. Oh, yeah. Them. <laughs> I know those people. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a bit about bringing them over. So you're bringing them over here. You're, you're well, so we, we're buying horses over there. We could be buying them as steeplechases, yearlings, two-year-olds, broodmares. Um... Jesse went over there specifically. We bought. We were looking for horses in training because there's a horse in training sale to come to over here to run on the flat, and then a couple to run the steeplechases. And we actually ended up buying one jumper that's staying to run in England. So you never know what they're going to do. And we bought a couple of lovely horses in Keenan a couple of weeks ago. Love Keenan. One really nice brood mare who's now up in New York, and we're uh, yeah, things are going really, really well. So you're going to be breeding, buying, selling. Racing. We in are your spare time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a lot of spare time right now. No, none at all. So, tell us about bringing a steeplechase to Florida and what started that 
idea. And I know, I think you were thinking of doing it before COVID even. Yes, we were. When I was still working in riding races full time, we, we, so we looked at Kentucky first and we said, there's no steeplechase. There used to be three meets and why, why, have they, why, why don't they have them here anymore? And we thought that was a real shame and we looked for somewhere to do it. And we couldn't really find a, a, a kind of a suitable location. And through an eventing friend of ours, Buck Davidson, who comes yes. down here in the winter, he put us in contact with Jason Reynolds and we went to the last meet in, in Charleston, South Carolina. It's an absolutely beautiful steeplechase meet up there. We drove down, we stopped at the horse park and we were like, this is the perfect place and we need to do it here. This is, you know, Ocala is the horse capital of the world. And we have to bring steeplechasing here. It will bring, it could be such a fun event for people to, to come and to get exposed to a great sport that, I, it, I mean, it, it did originate in the first steeplechase was run in Ireland, but steeplechasing is actually quite tightly knit in American history. The first recorded steeplechase in a journal was in 1834, I think. And yes, then, 1834, you're spot on. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. steeplechasing is ingrained in, in, in American history. It's a... How it's, about it's that, really Jason is... Reynolds? He's actually listening, I'm sure, because he gets mentioned every week on the Horse Tour show. He's becoming quite famous, Jason. <laughs> See, you got mentioned again. You're such a great chap to work with. Everybody. He certainly he, is. Isn't he? Everybody that... Everybody gets to meet him and deal with him and and have events there. So it's the same thing that he's just easy to deal with. Great guy. So hi, Jason. I know you're listening. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We have to take a break and we're going to talk a bit more about the steeplechase. And Archie's going to tell you what steeplechase is for people who don't know. So stay with us. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. 
World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapesa, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Farm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with a friend of mine I haven't seen for a long time, Brooke Crozier. We've been talking about Leopold Cole on the show today. And in the studio, new friend, Archie McCauley. And on VMix video from, where is Jessie? Jessie is in Boynton Beach. Boynton Beach. Um, we're probably going to have her back up here on the screen. Here she is. <laughs> I'm back on the second segment. Uh, I've got a few more questions for you in a minute. <clears throat> We've got to get you really close though to the to the screen. So you know, there you go. All right. Um, tell us first of all, Archie, and let's jump in if, if you want to. Um, tell us for our listeners that don't know what steeplechase is exactly what it is. So steeplechasing is like racing. You'll see at the at the what we call the flat track, so Tampa or Gulfstream or wherever. But you're running over jumps. And generally, in America, these steeplechase meets are run in locations they'll run once a year. And it's basically a big big party in a field, I guess. There's a simple, simple way you can describe it. It's, it's, it's a lot more than that, but if you break it down to something really simple, you can say that. I mean, you've got these beautiful animals running around, jumping over fences. It's, 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 it's an incredible spectacle, and it's, I would say, quite different to what you would see on the flat track. And, to me, I think it's actually a lot more exciting. It's something to watch. I mean, the horses are these, they're older, they're the most, I mean, what they can do and jump these fences and go the speed they do is just amazing. And like we're watching this this footage here of this horse running a race and, and, and this is a steeplechase meet in, in North Carolina. And it gives you an excellent idea of the jockey's perspective going around the course. I, I wish the sun was shining on this, but it's raining, that's okay. <laughs> Looks like England, it's yeah. raining. Green grass and rain. That's now you can see in England. <laughs> this horse is happy as can be. It is pricked. Yeah. They love their job. Yeah. It's definitely so, a lot more exciting than just flat racing. I mean, it's some definitely some exciting. And the races last long. It's, it's not so, you know, flat racing is so, it's the same thing. Over, it's so repetitive. Same track, same distance, same thing over and over again. But this is, is totally different. It's every, every weekend we go and race somewhere different around the country. And what you'll see here, the jockey is just showing the horse the first fence so he knows what he's going to jump. I guess it's a bit like a warm-up and a show ring. You go and jump, but obviously you can't jump the fence. And mm -hmm. then they all there's no starting gate. They have a starting box, and the horses are lining up to go into the starting box here. How interesting. How yeah. fun. I remember going to these with my parents when I was little, but it's been a long time, and we don't have them everywhere around here. There's nowhere else in Florida doing them. No, not anymore. There used to be, but not anymore. Do you think that people have lost interest in it in Florida, or do you? 
No, I think there hasn't been any horse people down here to run it. There hasn't been any steeplechase horse people. There's plenty of interest if you can run an event. It's just getting somebody to come down. Because Jason would, I mean, he said he's been looking for a, uh, for a while. He's talked to the National Steeplechase Association and they don't have the manpower to, to, to make it happen. And, and that's why we've come in to run this oh, event. wonderful. Um, it's so fun to watch this. It's it is amazing here. to watch. Now, is it like a sanctioned event? Yes. This will be sanctioned by the National Steeplechase Association. So this will appear in Equibase and the Daily Racing Form. And it, it, our event won't be televised. Some of them are televised on TVG, but ours won't be. It'll just be live streamed to their website. Oh, exciting. Fun that looks. And we, were, we were talking in the break about you going to Winneter. Yes. So, Brooke, you were saying you, you, you went to yes, the Yes, so as a child I went many times. It was great fun. It's uh, when it is it, that's a really fun, pretty event in Delaware. And we're going to do something like that. It's, you know, going to be a really fun family day out tailgating. You want to tailgate, you want to go. We've got corporate hospitality. We've got the, the turf club where you can go and you can pay a, a set amount for a ticket and go and have a, an open bar and a buffet yes. and have a great time. Yes. Talk on my we'll, language we, here. We'll, we'll, throw, <laughs> we'll throw some live music in there for you. So. Lulu and I will yeah. be there. <laughs> Absolutely, with bells on. What? That means you guys are in yeah. for the first two so tickets. So, what can we do to help? And are you still looking for sponsors? Are you looking for vendors? What else do you need to make this event the best it can possibly be? So, I might pass this question on to Jessie if she wants to. Yes, Jessie, if we've still got you with us. Yeah, can can you hear me? Yep, sure can. Okay. So, um, what else can we do? to help you guys make this a success? What do you need, sponsors, vendors? We, at this stage, we're looking more for sponsors. As we get closer to the event, we're going to nail down, you know, more and more the vendors. We'd love to have vendors there. We'd love to have, you know, vendors there with food and with hats and any kind of, um, like race day hats, I mean, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, merchandise, you know, any sort of equine related vendors that want to come we would absolutely love to have them there but right now sponsorship is what we're looking for in order to get the ball rolling and you know, get all these things established and um, get everything set up so that's that's where we are right now and that's and where do you we have, have levels of sponsorship community. yes we've got we do yeah yeah we do we um we have a packet outlining the levels of sponsorship with a lot of different options Sponsorship ranges from being a title sponsor of the meet all the way down to just sponsoring an individual race or sponsoring the turf club or sponsoring the, the owners and trainers and jockey tent. And Archie knows a little bit more about that option if you want to talk to him about it. Yes, we've, we've got everything sponsorship wise from we, we've got, you know, you want to be a top corporate sponsor. We can we can sort out a tent. I mean, we have a whole sponsorship opportunities list of what you can what you can get anything from the top, which is the title sponsor. It would be the the Florida Steeplechase at the Horse Park, presented by mm. your brand. And we're going to do all the way from the top that all the way down to if you just want to sponsor, be what I, we call our silver level sponsor, which you get a, a table for six in the marquee. I mean, it, you get they all looked get looked after like kings, mm. and you'll have a sponsorship. You'll be named on our website, and we've got a few other things we're going to do for you through social media at the course to represent your brand. Very nice. Lovely. And can how many races I... will there be during that day? Um, do you think Jesse had a question there? Oh, I was going to say, with the, the sponsors, what we want to do more than anything, because this is the Florida steeplechase at the Florida Horse Park, which is 
you know, a charitable foundation, you know, that's trying to help the local horse community. We want to use vendors and have sponsors from the local community as much as possible, because that's really what it's about is bringing people to Ocala and promoting the sport itself throughout Florida with the, the home base of it being Ocala as Ocala is very much the home for all things horse related in Florida. Yeah. It sure is. We want to make it Ocala's an event. And to that point, we're talking about the races. So what, we're, what we want to do is run three steeplechase races. We want to run one or two pony races. It'll be a bit of fun. Oh, Everybody fun. loves that at the start of the day. Yes. <laughs> so the kids can get involved. And then we want to run a race for Florida breads. So nice. a restricted Florida bread flat race. Nice. Uh, no, no jumps in that one. So that's how we're going to involve the local community. That's really nice. Which would be a nice little yeah. extra, extra bit to... Make it a bit more Ocala, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. How fun is that? I think this is super good. I think yeah. it's really exciting. I think we need it. I love the fact that it's going to be at the horse park. I mean, and I think it's the only thing Ocala is missing in terms of horse sport. You've got everything else. Everything else. Yeah. Yeah, we need it. We really and you're going to have it March 5th. <laughs> now, bringing in all these um, hurdles, all these jumps, is that uh, that's a big endeavor, right? Not really. No. So... They, they all get shipped around the country on a truck. I mean, so you've got steeplechase meets from as far north as Saratoga. They've got steeplechase races at Saratoga all the way down to the Georgia-Alabama border. And, I mean, there has they, they did run a meet for a few years in Wellington. So the sport is incredibly like, spread out. Yeah, Florida, what's wrong yeah. with us? I know. We've got, we've got to get it across the border again. We have but, just a second left. We have to go to break, but we're going to keep Archie, Jesse, and we've had you trapped here. Brooke, anyway, against your wishes. No, I'm just kidding. She's fine. She's having a good time. A little against her wishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little. (laughs) We'll be back in just a minute. Stay with us and we'll wrap up last segment of the show. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the last segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. 
I'm Louisa Martin in the studio. I've brought Crozier, who's chatted to us a little bit about Leopold Cole, why and what she's doing as she grows that. And then the big secret coming out for dogs. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, I'm really excited about that. I can't wait actually to hear about it. And uh, also, Archie McCauley here in the studio with us. We've been talking about the Florida Steve Chase that Brooke and I are now super excited about. Super excited about. Because we're like... We are so there. Yes, we are. <laughs> that is just like yeah. fun. And then on the phone, we have Jesse Berry, who is in Boynton Beach. Because you have a not very well dog, or...? We do, yeah. We've got a sick dog who Jesse's had to stay home, and she's doing an excellent job of looking after. I'm sorry, what kind of dog? He's a French bulldog. <gasps> oh, no. Oh! The we... only time in my whole life I've mm-hmm. bred a French bulldog. Yes. One time she had five puppies. Yes. And, she and I got one. No way. Yes. And we well, still have him, and his name's Henry. And Henry is a character, isn't he? Yes, he's a handful, and he's 11 now. 11, oh, years, wow. 11 years ago, I got a puppy from Lulu. That's how long. Oh. That's how long we've known each other. How is the time going uh, by? Like no, this? he's eleven. Don't keep saying. That. I know. <laughs> eleven. <laughs> oh my god! You mean I didn't have these laughter lines? <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Henry's really cute. Yeah, yeah. So really I brought pictures for you to see oh, later. Mm-hmm. Henry is one of my babies, and I'm not a dog breeder by the way. It's the only time I yeah, ever. Yeah, the one and only. One and only five, and the vet yeah. is like, what? That's not possible. This yes. is a Frenchie. So yeah, what's your I, Frenchie's name? His name is Lorenzo. We call Lorenzo. him Lorenzo. Yeah. What's wrong with him? <laughs> he's got a, he's got a he's bad back. Yeah. Bad back? Yeah. And so does Henry right now. He's yeah. re- We're rehabbing his back, so oh, it's definitely a French bulldog thing. A French yeah. bulldog problem. It's a yeah. made breed. That's yeah. the problem, yeah. unfortunately, but they yeah. are the cutest dogs. They I wish we could have got a picture of him. You guys would have loved it. Yeah. He well, is. I mean, talk about it's perfect. Yes. Yeah. He has his own Instagram account and everything. Oh, he does. Yeah. What? I we'll have to get the handle off Jesse. <laughs> yeah. What's the handle? Yeah. What's the handle? Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> it's, low, it's it's low key Lorenzo. Low underscore key underscore Lorenzo. <laughs> you can plug your dog. <laughs> we need next week the beginning of the show. We're gonna have Lorenzo on one side of the screen and Henry yeah. on the other, so you yeah. get to meet them both. Yeah. Because there's nothing like a good Frenchie bat ears. Smush well, your, yours was Morgan, right? Morgan. Yeah, yeah I remember Morgan. She was so amazing. And mm-hmm. the only reason I did the whole breeding thing is because she, I didn't. When she passed away, I didn't want to not have another one. Yeah. So that's how it how it came to me. And, and the vet was like, "Yeah, you should breed her again." She had five. I was like, "Oh no, 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 fix her. I'm done. <laughs> that's it. I don't want to take any more risks. Yeah. Too scary. The whole procedure is like." So why cool. does he have his own Instagram? Um. That's a good question. Like, does he I have like he... ten thousand followers or? No, I, oh, no, I don't think he does. But no. he's actually got quite a few followers. To be fair, he's got more followers than me. That's does for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fun. Oh so, <laughs> website for information on this and yeah. for people to reach out to you. The website is thefloridasteeplechase.com. That's Simple. pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. that's just fantastic. Make, and people just can make sure it's the. Sorry, make sure it's the. Make sure it's the. Because yeah. Florida Steeplechase is a different website that we That's don't use. That's not us. Okay, yeah. so the is very important. Yeah, don't Content. forget the V. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> wonderful. So that's how people can get information on being a vendor, sponsorship. Yeah. So what the inform- we haven't put any of the ticket information up there just yet. It gives you an idea of exactly what the day is, what we're doing. 
The tickets will be going on sale in the next couple of weeks. I think Jesse knows the exact date. That's December 22nd. So December 22nd is when tickets go, and we can see the, all the different options you have tickets-wise. And like we said, you know, from the, you've got anything from, from corporate hospitality all the way down to it, you know, tailgate, bring the farm, have, have a good time, fun. yeah. Oh, I love it. It's like bringing a bit of England over. Yes. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> well, thank you both. They're going to be with us for the last few minutes of the show, but we want to introduce our newest partner with the show, and we're very excited uh, about having him on board with us to promote his treadmill, which actually has been in existence in England for about 15 years and across the world. But we have one now in Aiken, uh, South Carolina, and really, really a specialty piece of equipment that doesn't need any chemicals or anything to treat the water, which is amazing. And um, we're going to share that with you uh, right now. So, Alan, if you're listening, thank you for joining us on the show. And it's um, it's been incredible so far, and I'm really excited to see one of those up and running here in Ocala. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today we're at Engineered Equine Performance celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. Really uh, awesome product, and uh, we hopefully we'll see some of those in Ocala soon. I think people are going to fall in love with them because the differences are incredible, really. So welcome aboard with us, Equine Therapy International. We look forward to working with you and um, helping to spread the word about the treadmill. So we're almost at the end of the show. How many minutes do we have left, Judy? We've got a couple more, too. I just want to mention um, Mini Horse Mighty Hope. And um, these are our friends from Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses. And um, this book is an absolutely amazing idea for a Christmas present. So if you're out of ideas for someone and you want some heartwarming true stories about healing hope and mini horses, this is a great choice for Christmas, which is just around the corner. These folks visit nearly 30,000 dying children and adults per year in a range of hospital rehab, hospice, some taking their last, literally last few breaths, and they take miniature horses uh, in to visit these people, and it's really life-changing for, for them, especially if they're at the end of life. So um, they have Magic, who is the only living one of the top 10 most heroic animals in the history of the world, and um, they don't charge anything for their services. They're a 501c3, and they just do this out of the goodness of their hearts. So everything you can do to help them towards the end of the year uh, is wonderful. And enjoying this book and sharing this book. Uh, and they're here locally, so um, if you're local, I'm sure you can get Debbie to sign it for you. Where do you buy it? Um, you can get these anywhere online now. I think they're on Amazon. You can get them there. You can get them directly from her here locally. And um, there, it's, a, it's a wonderful book. And actually, I'm in it somewhere. It's a picture of me 
when I went to the um, older folks' home with them to visit. And um, we were all masked up because it was during COVID and we couldn't actually go inside. But we waved at them through the window and had the little minis um, with us. So uh, they're incredible. They have 18 or 19 of these little minis at their, at their home that they take two years to train so they don't have to wear a bag going into the hospital. They tap their foot on the ground a couple of times that wow. they want to go out. So um, a lot of work and time goes into the comfort and joy they bring to a lot of people. So you could have this book and bring someone some joy this Christmas. So just a suggestion before I forget. We are wrapping it up. Archie, thank you. Jesse, uh, thank you for joining us from Boynton Beach. We're going to say some special pairs for your Frenchie this week. But, uh, yes. And yours. Lorenzo. Lorenzo and Henry. With his own Instagram. Maybe they could get together at the steeplechase. There you go. Yeah, we'll bring Henry. Yeah, <laughs> we got a friendly show. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion <laughs> County, Florida, the horse capital of the world, or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week.